Welcome to Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Hello, I'm your host, Dave Ryan. Uh, I'm going to start off right away with something from my book, uh, because this has really kind of seemed to come up a lot around our house in the last couple of months or weeks or whatever, and that is kids. So if you have kids or ever think about having kids or you were a kid once yourself, uh, let's talk about my book, chapter number 83, Don't Push Your Kids Snooze Alarm. Uh, it, here, I'll read it to you. It says, you're busy. I'm busy. Who has time to play Candyland with an annoying five-year-old? Well, no one. You got work to do. You got songs to download. And you haven't been to the gym in weeks. So when your kid asks, Mom, will you play Candyland with me? You say something like, just a second. Or, Mommy's busy right now. And that usually shuts them up for a couple of minutes. And I love the graphic that the uh, artist drew for this book. It's a kid with a giant snooze button on his head. And Mom is reading and kind of smacks him on the snooze button. Uh, then it goes, then sure enough... They're back at it this time with Dad. Dad, can you play Candyland? Nope. Daddy's setting up his online dating profile right now, so you're good for another 10 minutes. It's like our kids... It's like our kids come with a tiny little snooze button, just like an alarm clock. The difference between your kids and your clock is that goddamn clock never gives up on you. 10 minutes after you tell it no, the stupid thing is right back in your face. Your kid is different. Your kid will eventually give up on you. She'll go find something to do without you. Feeling rejected that you turned her down several times, she'll get the impression in her tiny little head that she isn't as important as the issue of people that you're reading. She'll be less likely to ask next time, and worst of all, she'll have grown a tiny bit older. And then here's this little, its, it's I call it a poem, it doesn't really rhyme, but it's called One Day, and it's about your kids growing older. And uh, it I wrote it a couple of years ago when I was writing this book. And it was really easy to write because as you see your kids grow older, you see things like this happen. And Carson is almost 16, so I've definitely seen some of these things happen. Uh, One day. One day, sooner than you think, the echoes of your child's laughter will have faded from your house. One day, sooner than you think, their bed will be empty, their toys gone, and their posters taken down. One day, sooner than you think, their messy room will be clean and used for something else. One day, sooner than you think, the house they lit up with their voices will be silent, except for those soft noises adults make. One day, sooner than you think, your kid will visit you just for a while when they have time. One day, sooner than you think, the basketball hoop in the driveway will stand unused all year. One day, sooner than you think, The swing set in the backyard will be given away. One day, sooner than you think, your child's spot at the dinner table will be empty. Oh, I'm getting choked up. One day, sooner than you think, your house will be quiet between their visits. But today, your child is home, and they want to spend time with you. Put off your work and take that time, because one day. And that is chapter 83. You know, it's funny because Carson's definitely that point where I have to I have to weasel my way into his life. Last night, he wanted to go out with his buddy Jake because he always wants to spend time with Jake, and he'd been out all weekend. Um, he went to the J. Cole concert, and he went out with his, his buddies to a birthday party. Then he went down to the Stone Arch Bridge, and he's like, can I go to the gym with Jake? And I said, no, you're going to stay home. You're going to play a game with me and Mom. And he was like, what? I'm going to see you guys all next week, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we're going to play a game. So we sat in the basement. We played Rummy Cube. 
and we had a really nice time. It's not the greatest game to play because there's a lot of concentrating, therefore not a lot of interaction. I like games with interaction, like uh, that's why I like uh, Settlers of Catan so much because you also all you do is interact. Um, and there's other games where you interact and ones you're silent. But anyway, I thought that was really good. Um, a, a good reminder that you know, hey, spend time with your kids. Okay, on to other things. How are you? How's your summer going so far? Thanks for uh, looking on our Facebook page. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Thanks to all the people that I met in the last week or so that have listened to the podcast. I appreciate that. There was a couple that I met at um, the big pause on the patio dog thing that we did a week or so ago last Thursday over in St. Paul. And it's so funny because people... They're just like, you know, just regular people. You would never suspect like, you know, that they would have ever read my book, but they're like, oh, I love your book and I love the podcast. I'm like, wow, thanks. That's really flattering. And here's something else I noticed that people will come up and, 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 or I'll notice that like when we do an event like that, people are looking at me and they kind of smile and it's like, oh, well maybe they want to say hi. So I'll go over and say hi and, and, and it's so funny because people are like, well, I wanted to come up and say hi to you, but I was really nervous to. It's like, whoa, that's what we're there for. Come up and say hi to us. If we're especially if we're doing something out in public like that. My God, don't and and somebody said there were there were three of them. They're all like 25 years old or so. And they're like, we've been stalking Fallon all night. We want to see her. We want to meet her. We, we, we know exactly where she is. She's over there, but we're all too chicken to go up and say hi to her. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding? Listen, we love it. If we're out on booty cruise or we're at a bar event or something like that, please come up and say hi. And we'd love to meet you. And if you want to meet us, we want to meet you. So anyway, I thought it was kind of cool. We had a great time and we loved meeting the dogs and it was just a very cool event. So I hope you're having a good summer and doing lots of cool stuff. I took Jacqueline and her boyfriend Tom flying for part of their summer bucket list on Saturday. It went great. There are pictures on my blog page on DaveRyanShow.com under my blog page. And what was funny was Jacqueline and Tom, they're just boyfriend, girlfriend, seen each other for about six years or something like that. And she texted me after the flight and she said, oh my God, just when I thought my weekend couldn't get any better, Tom proposed to me tonight. And I'm like, What? That's so cool. So anyway, um, hope you're creating memories and doing cool stuff with you and your partner and your kids and especially yourself this summer. Um, speaking of partners, I had a couple of things that I wanted to just talk about this week. And uh, one was just something that I, I think it's in my book, but off the top of my head, I'm not sure it's in my book, but it should be. And I think it is. Um, and that is so many of us have a partner that keeps us from enjoying life, a partner that doesn't like to do things, or a partner that wants to go do things that we don't want to do, or a partner that's needy, or a partner that drinks too much, or a partner that doesn't want to go get a good job, or so, a partner that doesn't enable you or to that enriches your life. In other words, your partner is kind of like a boat anchor around your neck in some ways, a partner that you know maybe can't keep a job, or a partner that's not nice to you, or a partner that's not doesn't seem to have time for your kids, or a partner doesn't make you feel good about yourself. And that's one of the things, hey, listen, my marriage is not perfect. I mean, we've had our ups and downs, and and maybe one day I'll tell you more about that, but Susan would kill me, but uh, that's another story. Um, but we, we appreciate each other because I enable her 
to have a good life, and she enables me to have a good life. We take care of each other, and that doesn't mean we follow each other around and pat each other on the back and, you know, always, you know, are doing lovey-dovey things. We're No, it's not that. It's that we both do things that give us the opportunity to enjoy life. I mean, if it wasn't for Susan, I wouldn't get to go flying. If it wasn't for Susan, I wouldn't have a motorcycle. Uh, I wouldn't have time to ride the motorcycle if it wasn't for Susan. I wouldn't have time to learn to fly. She wouldn't have time to go out with friends. And she's right now, she's over at the neighbor's house doing God knows what, because I'm kind of handling things around the house and getting things done making sure Carson is doing stuff that he needs to do. So I hope your partner enables you. Find a partner that enables you to have a better life, not disables you from having a good life. Well, how do you find that partner? How do you find that person? What do you do? Well, I think you've got to be that person too. You've got to enable them. But if you look at them and you're doing your checks and balances and you see that all they're doing is taking, uh uh-uh, that ain't good. And a lot of people will settle for that because they'd rather have a partner and say they have a partner and be with somebody rather than be alone. So they'll take a shit partner over nothing because nobody wants to be alone. I get it. It's a hard one. Um, There's one other thing that I had to mention, and this came in an email. And I wish I had the email in front of me. I don't right now. Uh, The email is from, you know, I'm going to see if I can look it up really quick here because it was such a good email. Hold on, give me a second. I'm going to look it up on my phone. I'm actually going to pause this for one second, and I'm going to find it, and then I'm going to come back. Please hold. Okay, here it is. Uh, it says, Dave Stephen Fallon, I love listening to you guys and wanted to write to you an email, write you an email after I listened to yesterday's show. I've had a rough couple of months and been struggling. I lost my job through no fault of my own, and it's been enough, and it's been tough finding another job in my field. I've got on many interviews, but the jobs never seem to come together for me. It gets really frustrating. Interviews can be so draining. Then, just when I thought things were taking a turn for the better, I got into my very first car accident on my way home from an interview, and I will be carless for two weeks while it gets fixed. I know it's really just an inconvenience for me, and I'm fortunate no one was hurt, but it still sucks. I thought I had rental car coverage on my insurance, but I guess not. To top it off... I just happened to be scheduled to go to the lady parts doctor this week for the one thing I dread every year, bad timing for sure. In the grand scheme of things, it's nothing major, but sometimes I feel myself getting stuck in frustration mode. When I heard Dave say, although it was somewhat cheesy sounding initially, about how in life there are smooth paths and there are uphill paths full of boulders and neither one of them lasts forever, that analogy really helped put it in perspective for me and I appreciated the visual he provided. If you missed it, I'll tell you what that was in a minute. Just want to say thanks for the little pearl of wisdom and all the other gems you share with us on a day, uh, listeners on a regular basis to help me see things will eventually turn around for me. Uh, have a wonderful morning, y'all, from Michelle. You know, Michelle, thank you. Um, what she's referring to, and I think you might have heard this uh, either on the podcast or uh, last week on the show, was when I was in Philmont, this big trip was, it was 84 miles on the trail of hiking for 11 days. I mean, 84 miles, that's just on the trail. That doesn't include walking around camp, and that was probably another 20, 30, 40 miles of walking around camp. There was a lot of walking. And some of it was hard, and some was uphill, and this is what I noticed. Some was flat, and you're walking through a big meadow, or you're on a flat part, 
and it's easy and it's smooth and it's just, you know, sand and just great surface, whatever. And there are other parts where it's rocky and it's uphill or steep downhill and it's just awful and terrible and the rocks are slippery and it's terrible. But this is what I noticed. If you're on a flat, smooth part of the trail, enjoy it. You know what? Enjoy that 20 yards or 200 yards or two miles that you get on the flat, smooth part of the trail. Because eventually it's going to go uphill or it's going to go over boulders or it's going to get rocky or muddy or slippery or there's going to be bugs. So enjoy the smooth part. And when you're on that rocky, steep part and you're exhausted and you don't want to go on any longer, you know, just know it's not going to last forever. No hill goes up forever. I'm going to write that down somewhere. No hill goes up forever. I'm going to put that in stone somewhere. What do you think? And uh, and, and enjoy the, the smooth parts and don't worry about the rough parts as much because they do smooth out after a while. And and it's funny because you know what? Sometimes you round a corner and boom, there's a smooth part. And sometimes you round a corner and boom, there's a cliff and you got to climb up it. So, hey, enjoy it. All right, finally, totally out of context. This is so out of context, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, I asked my son Carson about Snapchat because I don't get it. So... This was I recorded this downstairs an hour or so ago with Carson on my phone. The audio is a little different quality sounding, but this is me and my son Carson talking about Snapchat and the appeal and what it is because you might know what Snapchat is. I don't know and I don't care. I don't want to be on Snapchat. I've got enough to do. I've got enough with Facebook and Twitter and this podcast and the morning show and email and text message. I don't want to do Snapchat. I was on it a few years ago and I decided, you know what? This is not for me. Uh, maybe you like it. Maybe you'll get a kick out of this conversation. Maybe you'll learn something. Here's Carson and me talking about Snapchat. Okay, I'm downstairs in the living room now with uh, my son Carson sitting on the couch. Uh, how are you, Carson? Good. Okay, good. Um, all right, I'm going to guess you're, you're on Snapchat. How many hours a day would you guess you're on Snapchat? Maybe three. Is your phone ringing right now? What is, uh, what's going on? Is your phone buzzing? You got a snap yes. coming in? I don't know. Let's check and see what's on your phone. I'll hold it up here. Uh, it is. Wait, is it? Seriously, while we're talking, your phone is buzzing with more, what are those, snaps? Yes. Okay, so what are they? Show me one. What's on there? Uh, they are pictures of anything. All right, show me, show, show me some here. Is there anything obscene in there that I'm not supposed to look at or that you're not supposed to have? Nope. All right. So read me one and describe what's going on. So. Who's this? Got a, that is a friend of mine. Is that Kevin Chablin? Yes. Okay. And uh, I don't know. You just. Well, what, what was he doing? It's like texting. Why was it interesting? Why was it's that not, interesting? It's not interesting. It's just what people do. Okay. So let me tell you what I think Snapchat is, okay? Because I tried it once and I didn't get it and I don't care. Uh, so basically, it's just like um, Twitter or Instagram, but there's no text. It's just pictures. And then you have a story, which is a series of pictures, like you might take a picture of you. Um, uh, uh, like a selfie with your dog, then a selfie with your cat, then a selfie with your mom, and then a selfie with your girlfriend, and that's your story. Is that it? Mm, yes, and you can also text too. So, so why is that better than Instagram? Because mm, you can't really like or comment and interact with other people. So the pictures are so boring. I mean, it's like there's a picture of Kevin, your friend from Scouts, and you've known Kevin for years, and he's just sitting there, expressionless, and he's looking bored. Why is that even an intro? Why is that a thing? Why do you care? Mm. What's a good Snapchat picture, for example? 
um, if they're doing something, like with friends. So when you went to the J. Cole concert the other night, did you Snapchat from there? Um, sort of. I was mostly paying attention to the concert, but yeah. All right. How many pictures have you seen on Snapchat that are like dirty pictures that you should not be seeing, would you guess? I don't know. Like tons? No. No? Okay. But kids do do that, right? Yeah. Okay. Not you and your friends, though. No. No, never. Uh, so tell me, why should anybody be on Snapchat? Sell it to me. What What's great about it? It's cool. You're cool if you use it. That's the rule. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So if you don't have Snapchat, then you're not cool. Yeah. Well, they used to say that about Twitter or Facebook, too, but now you guys, you don't even care about Twitter that much, and you don't care at all about Facebook. Mm, Twitter you still care about, but not Facebook. Okay. So what's what's going to happen when Snapchat goes away? What are you guys going to do next? It's not going to happen. You don't think Snapchat's ever going to go away? You know, you're wrong. Everything goes away after a while. Allison used to say the same thing about MySpace. You don't think Snapchat's ever going to go away? Nope. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about Snapchat? Mm, you should get one. Again. I should get one? Yeah. That's all you need is your dad on Snapchat. So? Okay. All right. Thanks for your help, Carson. I'm going upstairs. Bye. Bye. Can you tell how much Carson loves to talk to me? Uh, it's kind of funny because he talks about things that he wants to talk about. Like, he really wants to see Billy Joel this weekend in concert. And I'm like, oh, my God. Can you never stop running? Huh. Anyway, uh, I'm going to wrap up the podcast, and here's why. Carson just came up while I was uh, playing that or in inserting that conversation to the podcast. He's like, Dad, Josie just pissed all over the floor. And actually, he didn't say pissed because he actually never swears. I never hear him say anything stronger than uh, maybe Jesus or what the crap. He never swears, and that's good. So maybe we've done that right. But apparently the dog, who now wears a diaper, um, was squatting in her diaper by the front door. So he saw it, and he pushed her outside, and she still had her diaper on. So he went to take the diaper off. And he opened the door to take the diaper off so she could pee. And she ran back inside and leaked pee all over the floor. So I just got back from cleaning that up and taking care of that. So, you know, it never ends. Uh, listen, I hope you have a great week. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. I do appreciate it. You can send an email with any comments to uh, Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Check out the Facebook page. It's Facebook.com. Uh, and uh, take a shower, show up on time, don't steal anything. You know it's Facebook.com. That's a stupid thing to say. Just search, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Say, you know what? It's a good 20-minute podcast, and uh, it's entertaining. Or lie and say that you enjoy it or something. So uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for buying the book if you have. It's available everywhere. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, itaskabooks.com, I think gives you a slightly better deal on it. And if you ever get your book and you want to get it signed, send me an email and we'll figure out a way. We'll meet down to the quick trip and I'll sign your book. And the audiobook is out too, so you can check that out. Not the audiobook, the Kindle version is uh, out too for like 7 bucks or something. All right, have a great week. Check out the Facebook page. Send me an email to DaveRyan at KDWB.com. And I will see you next week on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. <laughs>